this is Desiree Valto with the Underground Magnolia podcast, and this is a special podcast because of the recent protests across the nation. Today is Monday, June 1st, 2020, and over the weekend and the past week, a nation, the United States, has been in a state of reflection and tur- turmoil. Peaceful protests coincided with riots, looting, and fires as folks continue to grapple with police brutality and other injustices against Black Americans. At the time of this podcast, cleanups across the nation have begun, with many wondering when will the rioting end and healing begin. Peaceful protests will continue as long as people feel there is still racism and police brutality against Black people and other people of color. It's important to point out that many protesters believe their message is being lost with news crews, from local news crews to even the CNNs and the in the other Fox News and MSNBC, uh, just focusing on some of the looting. Um, and many are wondering why are why aren't they focusing on the protest? I mean, obviously, they have to do both because that's what news does. Um, but I sat there watching many of these reports that I eventually had to turn off. Where I mean, we're just sitting there, uh, and the camera is trained on looters of all races just looting like one particular store and and that's what the shot is meanwhile there are peaceful protests going on just blocks away if not even that far and i don't understand you know why we need to focus on on these things well i guess i do understand as someone who has worked in news before because of course people want to see people breaking things and burning things and taking things that's that makes a better story than peaceful protests. Now, of course, when night falls, obviously uh, many of the protests have stopped. And that's when many of the looters and rioters or whatever you want to call them come out. Um, And again, you know, I I don't want to just sit there and watch it. So, as a news person myself, as one who's worked in news, has done news, as someone who's interested, of course, in what's going on, I have to watch some of it. But at the end of the day, I have to turn off some of it. And of course, you know, this is more than just about uh, one event. So just to put things in perspective, the reason that uh, that there is for all of this, the reason that has perpetuated this is on Monday, a week ago today, on Monday, May 25th, 2020, George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man, was arrested in Minneapolis, Minnesota after being accused of passing counterfeit money. Minutes later, officers arrived and soon Floyd laid dying, saying, I can't breathe, like another black man did, Eric Garner, in 2014 in New York, in front of horrified onlookers calling for help. Floyd's death was a result of white police officer Derek Chauvin, who can be seen on widely circulated videos 
of the incident, pinning Floyd with his knee on Floyd's neck for over eight minutes, snuffing out his life. All four of the officers who were involved have been fired. Third-degree murder and manslaughter charges have been filed against Derek Chauvin. Many Black leaders want up charges for Chauvin, such as first-degree murder, and they also want charges to be filed against the other officers. The situation is fluid, and actual charges may be different by the time you hear this podcast. Now, of course, many, the protesters, Black leaders, and others are saying that what's going on is just not about George Floyd. His death is just one of the many in recent times of police brutality. Eric Garner, I mentioned earlier, uh, the very recent deaths of Ahmaud Aubrey and Breonna Taylor are also on people's minds. Additionally, Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland, Michael Brown, and a really long list, too long of a list of black people in particular and brown people who have been killed by police brutality. Now I am based in the greater Los Angeles area and I lived in Hollywood during the Rodney King riots in 1992 after police officers were acquitted of beating him mercilessly. Rodney King did not die from the brutal beating by white cops But what they did to him and the aftermath left an indelible mark on him, the black community and society in general. I met Rodney King over a year after the protests and riots at an event held in South Los Angeles. He did not want to talk about the beating, the unrest and the officers, but just wished peace to the black community and beyond. Other media wanted to speak with him, but he declined. The outlet I was with at the time sponsored the event. Now, I want to leave you or give you some tweets from Black leaders from across the nation. Uh, You can find these quotes on my Twitter page at UMPodcastDV. That's UM for Underground Magnolia. Podcast DV for my initials, Desiree Valto. Uh, Michelle Obama said, like so many of you, I'm pained by these recent tragedies and I'm exhausted by a heartbreak that never seems to stop. Right now it's George, Brianna, and, and Ahmad. Before that, it was Eric, Sandra, and Michael. It just goes on and on and on. Colin Kaepernick, in fighting for liberation, Colin Kaepernick said, And fighting for for liberation, there's always retaliation. We must protect our freedom fighters. He went on to say that he has started a legal defense initiative to give legal representation to freedom fighters in Minneapolis, which is paid for by um, At Your Rights Camp. At Your Rights Camp. And you can find the website at knowyourrightscamp.com. Knowyourrightscamp.com. President Barack Obama said that this shouldn't be normal in 2020 America. It can't be normal. From Representative Barbara Lee of California, she said, yes, protest and demand justice, but fires and looting don't help. This is about ending 400 years of institutional racism and oppression, not doing further harm to our communities. Representative Joyce Beatty from Ohio who was um, pepper sprayed by police when she was out protesting said, it was about standing up for George Floyd 
what happened to Ahmaud Arbery. It was about what happened to Brianna Taylor in Kentucky and all of those before. Joy Reid from MSNBC said, white supremacist agitators infiltrating the George Floyd protests revel in chaos, terrorism expert Jim Cavanaugh says. From the NAACP, they said that the growing disparities in education, economics, criminal justice are not addressed immediately. Our children will not have a future. Karen Bass, also from California, Congress member, said, if you're mad, if you're distraught, if you're angry, if you're hurting, fight back against the system that killed George Floyd. Don't destroy our communities and neighborhoods. They want to see us burn. Don't do their work for them. Kamala Harris said, from the time a black woman gives birth to her child, she prays to God they will be safe, that no one will harm them because of the color of their skin that they won't become another trending hashtag. Martin Luther King III said, of course, that's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s son, you got to get registered, got to get mobilized, got to get organized. All of those are things that are going to bring about change. When we sit on the sidelines and don't vote, we don't have elected officials in place who bring these changes to bear. And finally, Martin Luther King III added, as my father explained during his lifetime, a riot is the language of the unheard. As my father explained during his lifetime, that's Dr. Martin Luther King's lifetime, a riot is the language of the unheard. After this music break, I will be back with music to get you through the protests and the unrest. I'll be right back after this. Thanks. Thank you. This is Desiree Valto with Underground Magnolia Podcast. This is a special podcast because of the protests and unrest that have been going on now for a week in protest of George Floyd's death in Minneapolis, as well as so many other killings of black men in, in particularly, and, and now black women um, recently. And I am going to tell you about some music you can check out to get you through, through this. That's what I do. I, I write a lot about entertainment, as you well know, and I'm always looking for music and other things to inspire, to, to help people contemplate what's going on, to have you deal with what's going on. And I have um, some songs for you from today, from yesterday, um, for everyone's taste. We have War by Edwin Stone, by Edwin Starr. I have War by Edwin Starr. Strange Fruit, of course, by Billie Holiday. All Right by Kendrick Lamar. Fight the Power, one of my favorite songs by Public Enemy. That just gets you going, kind of gets you angry too. But I love that song. And um, we also have Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud by James Brown, of course. Uh, We also have Hands Up by Day Jack. We have Black Rage by Lauryn Hill. We have Lift Every Voice and Sing 
by, of course, well, not by, I mean, that's by Jimmy McGriff, but we also have um, Walk With Me Lord by Fannie Lou Hamer, Inner City Blues, and What's Going On by Marvin Gaye, and A Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cook. So give those songs a listen, and when I come back right after this short music break, I will give you, I will talk about two projects that you can check out again while you are contemplating what's been going on. And please excuse my my noises and movements as I am scrolling and getting excited and getting a little angry as I talk about the things that are coming on. So those are the noises that you're hearing in the background. I'll be back right after this short music break. All right, thank you, and I am back. This is Desiree Valte with the special Underground Magnolia podcast because of the week's worth of protest and and unrest that uh, may not end today. Um, things are very fluid and things are happening. So um, I've given you some uh, things to think about at the beginning of this podcast. I've given you some quotes from uh, Black leaders about what's going on. I've given you some music to listen to and, and think about. And now I'm going to talk to you about um, two projects that may help you will probably make you angry, but hopefully we'll give you pause and make you think about the things that are going on. Um, of course, uh, my first recommendation would be When They See Us, the celebrated 2019 Netflix miniseries by Ava DuVernay about the true story of five Black and Latino teens from Harlem who were falsely accused of a brutal sexual attack in Central Park in the late 1980s. Of course, that is the true story of these young men. And when they see us, uh, it's just about how these young men were, were forced to admit to things that they didn't do and how they were you know, just, uh, it just makes me so angry. I was so angry watching it. You know, I had to like turn it off and, and come back to it. But it's about how the system really, uh, railroads, uh, black and brown people, um, having them to admit to things that they didn't do by putting fear in, you know, in their space. If you don't do this, then this will happen. So uh, if you have not seen it, which I'm sure you have, but if you have not seen it, please see it. You can watch it and binge watch it on Netflix. Um, Maybe some of the people who are out there doing some of the unrest, if, if they're listening to this, maybe they can channel some of their energy and watch uh, when they see us and knowing that although justice took a while, it did for these young men, it did come for them later. And of course, they're still dealing with the after effects, the aftermath of what happened to them. These five young uh, black and Latino teens who are now, of course, men. All right. 
Um, and lastly, uh, if you can find Eyes on the Prize, the wonderful documentary as a child of the 80s, uh, I watched this documentary in awe. It came out in 1987 again on PBS. Um, and it is wonderful. It's an unflinching look at the civil rights movement using, of course, actual footage, um, speaking to the leaders who were part of that uh, movement back in the day. So anybody and everybody that you can think of will be in this documentary. Um, and it's six hours, six hours long. And apparently it was released within three years. Uh 1987 to 1990, but in the later years, 1990, uh, there was there was more look at what's been going on after after the civil rights movement. So again, Eyes on the Prize, you can watch it on Netflix or you can get it on iTunes. You can also go on PBS's site um, and buy it from their store uh, at Shop PBS. Um, I will also have the links to um, the things that I have mentioned in this story, as well as how you can buy the Eyes on the Prize documentary and other links I mentioned at uh, my website is undergroundmagnolia.com. That's undergroundmagnolia.com. You would click on the first button, the first round button that says, uh, listen to my podcast. And it'll, it'll the first button says, uh, episode episode info, and you will be able to find um, the episode info and in the show notes, the info will be there. I know I've said info several times in that sentence. I'm just so mad and I'm just trying not to be mad, trying to contain myself, but it's good that I am actually talking, talking it out and talking is a good thing. So thank you again for listening to my special Underground Magnolia podcast uh, by me, Desiree Valto. For more information about this podcast and my podcast in general, please go again to my website at undergroundmagnolia.com. You can also send me an email at contact at undergroundmagnolia.com. That's contact at undergroundmagnolia.com. This is Desiree Valto. And I'm going out on Jazz Addicts Intro by Cosimo Fogg. That's Jazz Addicts Intro by Cosimo Fogg. And you can find him at soundcloud.com slash Cosimo dash Fogg. That's Fogg with two Gs. Thank you.